It's a Hot Ones Challenge today on True Comedy. What's up, everybody? Welcome to True Comedy. My name is Kirsten Cunningham. And I am Nicholas Finch. Nick, and before we get started, I just have a question. Are your eyes okay? Yes, you know, my, like, eye, my eyes are like, fine. You're just like doing like some Morse code blinking. It kind of scared me. No, me. my eyes were going to the beat. Oh, okay. That was interesting. That was a creative choice. Everybody's so creative. <laughs> hey, y'all. Thank you all so much for listening. As I said, my name is Curtis Cunningham. My co-host is Nicholas Finch. And True Comedy is a podcast where we weekly talk about things and provide commentary and hopefully some laughs. And I just want to thank you all for listening, liking, sharing, subscribing, doing all the things you do to interact with us. And just like the state of Georgia, I hope you take the time to find some votes to uh, make sure you uh, rate and review us, like and subscribe yeah. on whatever platform you listen on, Google, Spotify and Apple. Any of them. And, well, um, you, can be, you can be fake and just leave comments. We don't care. Yeah, it just can, helps. Yeah, anything that boosts the, um, the boosts, stuff the box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just do it. Stuff the balance. Yes. You know. Brian I, Kemp, hey, find me some votes. Exactly. Um, also, um, shop with key creations um use the mm-hmm. promo code podcast get three dollars off your total order all types of stuff basketballs shirts footballs you name it she can do it folding chairs you know shout out to <laughs> former episodes just everything out there key creations can do it she can even get you like sweaters for your meth squirrels i mean all of it you know everything's out there everything is doable if you can believe it you can achieve it. I think that's what they said in school or something. Yeah, like whatever lie or whatever. Oh. Some R. Kelly said about you know staying Whoa. in school. Yeah, yeah he said if yeah. you believe it, if I no, see, he no, wanted he said, them to stay I in school. It, I can do it. If I just no, yeah, he, he said he, if I just believe it, there's nothing to it. I yes. believe I can fly. But he wanted he wanted them in school, so he didn't know where to pick them up from. The FBI. And he did. That's funny. We made all that up, and he did get caught. I'll be done. It's Dang. like we. It's like we always knew. Mm, we spoke that into us. You know, life and death's in the power of the tongue. Life? Boy. Amen. Amen. Mm. Amen. Amen. Mm. All right. Now, hey, well, don't, Nick, don't take I, it to church this early now. <laughs> I do want to say something, y'all. I may have clickbaited y'all at the beginning when I said it's a hot ones challenge. You know, because there's this hot one scenes where they eat hot wings. But no, we just hot. And um, and it's you. one of us. <laughs> and like, it's gonna be a challenge to make it through this show without you know passing out uh, again. And, and like again, <laughs> well, no, 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 I didn't pass out. I Barely, barely. I was starting to see splotches. When I looked at myself, y'all, I was working in the heat. It was hot. I noticed about two hours in, I done stopped sweating. Uh oh. Hmm. Uh oh. I'm hearing spirituals. Uh oh. Mm. It's time to go see somebody. My boy was walking way in the water. Oh, it was mm, yeah. It was something. Yeah. <laughs> y'all, but we, we do thank you all. We're gonna get right on into this show. And one thing, Nick. Yeah. One thing that I can say, okay, that we have just always not necessarily encouraged, but if you know us. You know that we can be petty people. Oh, yes, yes, we can be petty. I mean, really, really petty. I really hope this is but, going where um, I think it's going. I decided, like, really, I went to the internet, and I found some people that may have been just a little bit more petty. Uh-huh. So, like, I went deep diving Reddit, and there's this, like, whole petty revenge subreddit. Uh-huh. And I just want to get your opinion on some of these stories, Nick. Absolutely. I, you know, I want I you, I would love for you to tell me a story, but then I want to give mm-hmm. you a real-life example of somebody who's being petty. 
Okay. And, I, and I'm really excited to share that news. Okay. With well, like with school starting back, we know sometimes like some college kids listen to us, or maybe people that have had a roommate issue. Nick, have you ever had a bad roommate? Uh, no. I've only That's had good. one. Well, That's no, I had good. two. You, you, and you, and 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 my first roommate. And then you had some roommates back, you know, in Hoover. Oh yeah, that's right. Where that's they right. Had five have five RAs. Hoover, five yeah. RAs. <laughs> but okay, this title of this one from one nine six one Tracy. Um, my roommate encouraged our criminal next door neighbors to move. Mm-hmm. Several years ago, my roommate and I rented a flat. Neighborhood was great, except for the next door neighbors. They were running a chop shop from a garage in our alley. Wow. They had noisy parties to all hours of the night and were periodically raided by the Department of Corrections. Wow. (laughs) That was a lot. They had the same landlord as us, and all complaints we made went unanswered. He never had the courtesy to call us back. Well, my roommate came up with an idea of a way to, quote unquote, encourage them to move. He called a demolition company and made an appointment for an estimate. They were a company with bad Google reviews and seemed desperate for the business. Roommate informed the demo company that he was the landlord and that he was out of town, but the tenant will be there to let him in. Oh, my goodness. On the day and time of the appointment, we could see from our flat um, when the demo people paid their visit. We could see that there was a small argument, but the demo people left. The demo people called my roommate and he apologized and said that he will wait until after the tenants have been evicted to reschedule the demo. About a week later, the next door neighbors left in the middle of the night. The landlord sold the house to some house flippers and we got better neighbors. The other people on our street threw a party to celebrate. My roommate didn't tell anybody what he did. The people leaving was enough reward for him. (laughs) That's petty. Man, that's not petty. That's genius. They did the right thing, but it's also yeah. petty, but it's also the right thing, but it's also petty. I love it. Oh my I mean, gosh. do the ends justify the means? Absolutely. You know, that's like stealing the um the can of beans and you're poor and you, you got to feed your kids. But it's like the okay. ends justify the means. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get it. You get it. Yeah, you get I it. Do. I do. Kirsten. You had a story. Yes. You want to know, we named our uh, the patron saints of the podcast, OJ. Mm-hmm. Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. But one of our patron saints is up to some pettiness one more time. Oh, Lord, what, Nick? Let me tell you about Kiki Palmer. <laughs> I know where you're going with this. Yes. Kiki Palmer, who Newly recently initiated Saint, bro- who, who recently broke up with her baby daddy. Mm-hmm. So they did actually break up. They broke up. Okay. She is starring in a music uh-huh. video. With of all people, name of the movie music video is called Boyfriend. The song mm-hmm. and music video is Boyfriend, and the main artist, Usher Raymond. Mm. Usher, Usher Raymond. Usher. Usher. So, Nick, I do have. Do we think that this was all publicity stunt from the beginning? Watch this. Or do we just think? No, no. Being real smart. Okay. Nah, this is somebody turning lemons into lemonade. Okay. I, I don't think it's a publicity. I don't think it was that kind of stunt. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you didn't even try anymore. I, I gave up. I the, See, I think folks are going to listen to this and going to be like, oh, he definitely did that on purpose. I'm here to tell you right now. No. Publicity no. stunt. I got you it that time. You can't use words. I got it that no. time. I got it that I'm time. so proud of you. Um, I am but, so, so proud of you. Dude, you know what? Yes. I, speaking of patron saints of the podcast, mm-hmm. can we talk about OJ? 
Do you, did you do you remember what he did? What did he do? I'm gonna have to play you the video, brother. Oh, was this OJ commenting about? Um, yes, yes. Okay. So, so convicted felon and patron saint of the podcast, <laughs> OJ Simpson. We got some interesting patron saints of this show, y'all. We do. Um, for some reason, he decided that he'd rate weigh in on the sentence of Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs was sentenced three to ten years, mm-hmm. and um, he he plead pled pleaded pled. He he did something. He he, he, he a got a de- he got a plea deal. Yes, for um for that for what he did. I don't want to get into what he did, but OJ okay. served time correctional time mm-hmm. in Las Vegas, same city, same court. But he mm-hmm. he got out on good behavior, but he had a harsher right um, about ten year sentence sentence. But I just listen. Are you gonna play this video? Yes, my boy, okay, my boy wait. OJ said the math doesn't add up hey x-world it's me yours truly now i know i went to college on a football scholarship but somehow this math is not adding up to me you're driving a car at roughly 160 miles an hour on a public street and end up killing a girl and her dog and you get three to ten years You go to a hotel room that you're invited to to retrieve your own personal stolen property. Property. Property I now have because it was ruled to be mine by the state of California. And you get nine to 33 years. Same courthouse, same city, same state. I don't know. Somehow it just does not add up to me. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Listen to me, yeah. as someone with 90% of a math degree, uh-huh. I tend to agree. But what OJ didn't realize is in parentheses outside his sentence, it said, Ninja, we trying to get you for Ronnie and Nicole, okay? You got to serve sometime. He didn't like PEMDAS that mess. He, he, didn't, he didn't see the exponents whole... Multiplic- he didn't see He it. didn't see the whole picture. He didn't do the limits of the equation or none of that stuff, right? But OJ why are they trying to get not. him from Nicole and Ron? He didn't do anything. He's innocent. He was found not guilty. Right. But, I mean, there was a civil case and he was not not found guilty in that. Well, that's because, I mean, at that point, he was like, you just get the money. I don't care. I got. I mean, I'm not going to jail. It's I'm OJ. I'm OJ. <laughs> On the juice. Okay. Here comes the juice. But he said he's just trying to retrieve his property. How petty is and that? Just want Nick listen to me. He's <laughs> like the math ain't mathing. It ain't listen, nothing we, more petty than he saying the math ain't mathing. Right. We need people to understand something. Okay. We really don't idolize OJ Astrosis. Oh, but this man is actually kind of hilarious. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep, he's so funny. Yep. He, I thought he had a very sharp point. I mean, he, wow, just cut right to it, right? All right. All right. Mm. Stabbed right through the heart of the man. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. We'll get back to stabbing in a second. But, you know, speaking of OJ, that makes me think of um, the whole Jenner Kardashian clan. And Nick, you know, you know darn well, how, we all know how you feel about the Kardashians, okay? I love the Kardashians. And, okay. And how 
they somehow probably are putting spells. Like I've seen it on the internet. People think they're just putting spells on their melanated men. They are. And all that jazz. But it made me think, Nick, hearing this, way back in the 90s, Chris Jenner may have told us this forever ago. What? She was a spokesperson for some like witch candles. What? Like I'm serious. Play, roll the clip. Once in a very long while, a truly remarkable product comes our way that challenges what we think and can dramatically improve our lives. Hello, I'm Chris Jenner. In the next few moments, you're going to discover a product that is so powerful, it can enhance your life forever. And I have it right here. These are wicks of wisdom. And it's the special formulas added to these unique candles that make them so amazing. The powerful effects that they can bring to the people who burn them are truly extraordinary. We got married and bought a house and things are absolutely wonderful. I found my soulmate. So, Linda, what makes Wicks of Wisdom so special? Why can't I just go out and buy a beautiful candle and get the same results? Well, Chris, these aren't just regular, ordinary candles. Each set has a spiritual solution for a specific problem. I've blended my own ingredients that help to create the positive energy that's needed to go out into the universe to solve these issues. And the results, as I have found, are simply amazing. Y'all, listen to me. Chris Jenner was on this terrible infomercial selling these hundred dollar candles to try to trap folks. So yeah, I do think she may have been trying to put a spell on her melanated men. Oh my goodness. It's starting with OJ. I mean, yeah. She was burning them back then. Mm, mm, mm. Here comes the juice. Literally. Oh, that's disgusting. I'm sorry. Yeah. You you should know better, Nick. I apologize for my outburst. Dang. Okay. Did I catch you having fun? (laughs) Oh no, my baby! To me, to me, I really do just think Christina, she tries, she just does anything and everything she can, okay, to just to make her kids have a great life for money. Mm -hmm. You know. Hey, I I, I don't knock the hustle of Chris Jenner. Okay, okay. she made okay. that. She made her 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 most beautiful daughter go out there and have sex on camera. I mean, mm, somebody got a happy ending. But speaking of happy ending, Nick, did you hear about Man Blast local massage parlor after masseuses try to give him a happy ending? Excuse me, one more time. A man is blasting his local massage parlor, claiming a masseuse tried to give him a happy ending unsolicited. The man identified on his social media as Devin Lee says that he is a Christian practicing celibacy. Taken to his social media, he uploaded a video of the aftermath. He shows the woman being questioned by police in the doorway of the salon. Lee said this lady tried to touch me on my my heart. This lady tried to touch on me at a massage place and then refused to give me my money back. She's going to jail. As a bystander asked what was going on, Lee yelled, she tried to touch my genitalia. She's going to jail. Lee then addressed the camera and said, and they wonder why Christians are having a hard time making it to heaven. I stand for Jesus. (laughs) It's there for Jesus. Following up on his initial post, Lee took to his Instagram story the next day and stood firm on his faith. 
He said that he is grateful for all the comments he's been receiving, good and bad. He continued to say that this is why it is important for men to be for Jesus. Lee added that he's currently celibate and that he's respecting his wife, presumed as in the future, and standing for Christ. He also detested any claims that he's trying to chase clout with his video. He said he is for Christ and that is all. Amen. <laughs> the name of the massage parlor, if you're wondering, is... I'm just playing. I ain't certain that. Boy, if you don't tell this, me that. It doesn't say. I have never in my life, never <laughs> in my life. I thought that was fake. I have never in my life heard of somebody being so mad about a happy ending that they called the cops. I've never heard that. Like, I don't I even think. I thought it was just a joke. I didn't know my happy endings at massage parlors were actually a thing. I don't even think. I don't even think if she was ugly, I would call the cops. I don't, I, mean, I, don't, I don't even think I would do that. How do you explain that to dispatch? Uh, excuse me, officer. Um, I need you to come down here. A strange woman touched my wee-wee without my permission. And you're calling me why? Listen, I'm just saying we are not making jokes about sexual assault. We're not. Okay. I don't we think. We're not. Okay. I just wanted to point that out there before we get hate mail. I'm and then just we have saying, to roast the people with the hate mail on the show because that's what we do. I just saying, like, you know. What you come, saying? How come things like this don't happen to to to, to people who with comedy podcasts? I didn't say me. <laughs> I didn't say me. <laughs> yeah, glad you cleaned that up. I'm just I just asked the question, why doesn't this kind of stuff happen to people who have comedy podcasts? Because it shouldn't. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Good answer. Yep. Good answer. Good, good answer. answer. Good answer. Speaking of good answer, did you know that dude that made a joke on Family Feud about um his <laughs> wife and like his marriage got like convicted of murdering her? Murder. Murdered who? <laughs> yeah, it happened. Dang, that's an OJ hmm. joke. <laughs> Everything's an OJ well, joke. It goes you know? around. Goes around, goes around, goes all the way mm-hmm. back. It's, it's like we planned that or something, even though we didn't. We really didn't. That's the craziest yeah. part. Yeah. Okay, Nick, let's get back to petty revenge. Okay. Subject line of this one scammed a fake sugar daddy. Scammed a fake, a sugar. fake sugar daddy. Yep. So this was submitted by Corn Cobb Captain. A few years ago, I was testing the dating waters online. Anyone who presents as female knows dang well that just existing as such invites a whole lot of weirdos and scumbags. Most of the time, you block and move on without a blink. No cap. A really popular scam is these dudes pretending to be sugar daddies. Mm. I don't know why they even looked my way. Honestly, with all my dating profiles were heavily just like, I like coffee in one piece. Anyway, the scam is they'll basically try to hook you with a promise like, I'm looking for a baby to spoil. $3,000 a week allowance. Interested. And the scam comes when they say they need money from you to finalize some transactions Mm. or confirm your bank account is connected or even just prove you're trustworthy of sending money back to. Some even say they need your passwords and login info so that they can log in and transfer all the sweet baby cash over. Mm. And then they promptly block you or worse, you get access to an account and drain you dry. Some embarrassing scummy crap. Anyway, I had some dude message me with this whole, I'll give you 10K a month to be my baby line. And I don't know why I didn't immediately block this one. Maybe it was a boring day at work. I can't remember where my head was exactly, but I do remember being curious if he'd basically stick to the same dang script. Every other idiot like him stuck to. And he did, for sure. 
I wasted his time while just like, oh, crap. That would be amazing. Oh, I can't wait to start living my dream lifestyle. Let's go on a cruise. Let's go on three cruises. Oh, wow. Diamonds, et cetera, and et cetera. Eventually, he got tired of me yammering and threw down the gauntlet. He wanted me to send him $200 one time, so he knew I was serious. Mm-hmm. I responded with, oh, I don't know. That's a lot of money for me. This is a big deal. Can I make a counteroffer first? You send me $50 first, and then I'll send you that 50 and 150 more back. So that way I can trust you and you know, like you can trust me like all at once. The idiot asked for my cash app and sent me $50 and I immediately blocked him everywhere. He never disputed it or tried to stop it from what I can tell on my end. So either he's just that dumb or maybe he realized that he was a jerk and he was having the tables turned on him. Chump change in the end really, but I felt good. Went back to shopping for myself and got myself a little treat. Good for her. Good, good job, you. Good job, you. Absolutely. Go ahead and scam the scammers. You go ahead, girl. As someone, <laughs> you go ahead, girl. Hell yeah. As as someone that has been scammed before, and let me explain the scam in a second. I think everyone should be able to recognize a scam and get over on your scam artist. Yeah. So way back in the day, we got this lovely envelope in the mail growing up about this company that will help you prepare your child for college and help you complete the FAFSA and all these other things, you know. Oh, red flag. And as someone that, as, right, as someone that works in higher education now, I see all the signs and all the red flags and you just know things. Um, you just You just know what you know now. Okay, but back then we may have paid a little money, and I do mean a little because it wasn't like us. Yeah, we ain't stupid, but we we were dumb, and we got scammed on some stuff. Like reported them to the Better Business Bureau as some of those people. Like when all y'all hear these radio ads where they're like, "We're doing this in this hotel lobby, not hotel lobby. We're meeting at this hotel for all these extraordinary things. Come here, I pitch." Like if it starts to sound like a timeshare, it's too good to be true. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm all for people getting over on a scam artist. Oh, God. Mm. Hey, let me and ask that's you That's on period poo. On period poo. On Jesus Brown sandals. On Mary had a little lamb. Mm. Okay, let me ask you a question. Okay. You, you, made, you, you made a joke in there. I'm stupid, but I'm not dumb. Now, mm-hmm. that caught my attention because is this a common black colloquialism? Colloquialism? I've actually never heard it before. I was I, just riffing. No, the reason I the reason I asked that because I literally okay. made that exact same statement yesterday. So oh, between you did. so between the two of us, we've said it before. I don't know who, I don't know where. Hmm. But I know between two of us, is it caught my attention because we both said it before. That makes. I mean, sense. we're both also kind of stupid, but not dumb. That's not inaccurate. <laughs> I mean. I'm just saying. I, but I think that's just the way of man. I think. I think it is. I think most men are stupid, but not dumb. Okay, I I can see that because we and like I, you know we we quick the a wife off, but then just do what we got to do to get through the day. Yeah, but speaking of stupid men, Florida man dressed in cat costume accused of stabbing roommate's neck. Why? Yes. <laughs> There's so many, so many questions. Like before you even start reading this, uh-huh. forget Why? Florida man. <laughs> red flag. Why was yes. he in a cat costume? What? What are we doing? Well, let's find out. In Tampa, Florida, this was back in May of 2023. So this year, I just saw my 
on a family member's birthday, May 26th. Shout out to that fam. Um, a Florida man is behind bars on $1 million bond after authorities said he stabbed his roommate in the neck while dressed as a cat. It doesn't get any better. Deputies were called to a home in Northwest Gainesville Tuesday evening where a man called 911 to report his roommate had stabbed him in the neck. When officer arrived, they forced their way into the home where they found the victim seriously bleeding from the neck. Duh. Minutes later, 32-year-old Omar Gutierrez, dressed tip to tail in a cat costume, came out with his hands up. The victim was rushed to an area hospital for treatment, according to WCJB. The victim said he asked Gutierrez why he stabbed him, to which Gutierrez um, responded, it was instinctual. The sheriff's officer, (laughs) Gutierrez, was charged with attempted murder. Our sheriff and many other members of the team commend those deputies for their life-saving acts as they stopped at nothing to ensure the victim was treated and that the suspects in this incident was apprehended, Captain Chris Sims said. He added the sheriff's office exchanged Gutierrez's cat costume for a green and white striped jumpsuit. So does he have to get tested for rabies? All I know is that he should get a life sentence and then he should get another sentence for his next life. Because and the next life and the next life and the next life. I see what you did there. Ha ha ha. I'm so proud of you, Nick. They, that could, was funny. they could not have purred that out of <laughs> You're stupid. You are stupid. Like, you have problems. I'm just saying. I just, like, I just want you to know. I mean, they would have had to do some real cat calling for me. Yeah. To, when like, it, Nicholas, well, how did you, how, why did you stab him? Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> meow mix, you know? Meow. <laughs> it, it was the, um, what's that, what's that stuff that makes cats go crazy? Uh, catnip. Um, yeah, the catnip. <laughs> I want... I wonder if he was like watching the Halle Berry Catwoman movie and decided I can be Catman better. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I, if I watched the Halle Berry Catwoman movie, well, I, I ain't about to say something like a degenerate. I know you are. I ain't, I ain't worried about going to stab no no roommate over some. Okay. Over, uh, well, the you want to clean that up? No. Nope. Just want to stop it. Just right let there it ride. Just okay. let it ride. Good. When it, you know what's also on this show. Two coons. Whoa! You know, we, talk raccoon, we talk about raccoons all the time. Wait right? a minute! I'm just saying. Some kissed it. Rabies alert issued after a woman brings raccoon to Petco to have its nails clipped. <laughs> what? Yep. White. This is... <laughs> yeah. You definitely know when I say this. In Auburn, Maine... Golly! <laughs> a woman bought a raccoon into the Petco in Auburn, Maine to have its nails clipped earlier this week, possibly exposing herself and any, many others to rabies. This happened also in May on a family member's birthday. The Maine Department of Inland Fisheries and Wildlife wasn't happy with the woman's decision, writing in a news release, it is illegal to possess wildlife in Maine and Petco does not trim raccoon nails. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm just going to leave that one alone. Just move on. The unidentified woman brought the raccoon into the store on Tuesday around 1.30 p.m. And while awaiting for workers, she allowed many people to handle and kiss the animal, according to the Maine's warden service. Once the store manager was alerted to the coon, I mean raccoon, the manager asked the woman (laughs) with the raccoon to leave the store. (laughs) She was alerted to the coon. She called security immediately. All the wrong people around the stove. Raccoons are one of the most common carriers of rabies in Maine, and the viral disease is lethal unless treated after exposure. 
Rabies is spreading through rabid animals' saliva or neural tissues, and a person can be exposed when the saliva or neural tissue of a rabid animal comes to contact with a person through a bite, scratch, cut in the skin, or gets into the eyes, nose, or mouth. Anyone who believes they're exposed to the raccoon is urged to contact their healthcare provider immediately. The warden service is asking the public to help identify the woman. Anyone who recognizes her is asked to contact them. Can somebody help us find a coon lady? <laughs> Listen to me. Mm? Listen. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, I don't think that would fly in Alabama, though, because like people raise all types of stuff here. Meth squirrels, raccoons. I know somebody living right across the state line raising possums mm. named Chip and Dale. You know, what's really funny for me is like at, at my work, like we had our institute day. Not, not mm-hmm. going to say anything. We had to like find somebody who had a pet that was not a cat or a dog. Now, had uh-huh. she been there? Had she been here? Yeah. We could have had it. She would have filled the square. It would have been perfect. Yes, she would have. But she would have chicken dinner. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. but like people just need to do better about their pets um have them spayed they, and neutered right as bob barker would say have your pet spayed and neutered. do you know he's still alive um i don't know no no i'm telling you he's still alive oh wow yeah he's Dang. 99 years old was he spayed or neutered i don't know if he got kids or not I'm just, I, I have no idea but his but kid a, hey he's so he old enough for his kids to be old Oh wow! wow. I mean, he's ninety nine years old. Yeah, he got it. Yeah, he knocking on. Yeah, he knocking on heaven's door. That means he like what nineteen? He he lived through the Great Depression, the world, both world wars. What one Aliens world war being fake now real? Like he yeah. doesn't ain't it all. He done, he's done Not it all. I bet he just like why does man still keep me here on this earth? What else do I got to do? <laughs> He Come might, on now. He might even live through another election. Ooh. Ooh, Jesus. I don't know all why right. he'd want to do that, but I right. Who he voting for in there, my. My God. <laughs> Think about how many presidents he's seen. Man. Jesus. He the yeah. He done went the white, 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 white. Ooh, brown. White, ooh, white. He's like, ooh, that's different. <laughs> that's different. <laughs> I mean, it, it happened. He was still on TV when that one came out. That, oh that one is. I said that one. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Them right there. Right there. Right there. Right <laughs> I said that one. I'm sorry, Mr. President Obama. I called you that one. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Jeez. Okay, petty revenge, Nick. Speaking oh, of Bob Barker gosh. and the pets, neighbor won't pick up after their dog, so we left landmines in their front door. Before I begin the story, yes, I contacted my apartment manager, and any actions from them is pending. Okay, here we go. This wasn't me. First off, we'll immediately tell this isn't me when I start. To start, I'm a 40-year-old man. Yeah, that's not me. I mean, um, you ain't that far from it, so. Oh, Nick, Nick, listen. This story's going to take a trip, okay? I, Kirsten, wait, listen. When you went to plug in your fan and you got off the floor, you went, ooh. And I was like, mm, 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 mm. We old. Continue your story. Oh, well, yes. To start, this writer, um, let's shout out Damien St. James, who wrote this um, to start, I'm a 40-year-old man that lives with my husband and boyfriend in an apartment complex in Vancouver, Washington. Pause. <laughs> yes, it's a thruple story. Not just any thruple. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Continue. Depending on who you ask, um, my neighbors will either say, oh, hey, yeah, I know those. Or, oh, yeah, <laughs> those. 
apartments, I guess. Okay, I hope so. Reputation of being a bit trashy, I'm afraid, which is our segue into this encounter. Our neighbor moved in about six months ago. They live directly across from us. I barely understand the family dynamic, but I know it at the very least consists of a mother and three children under 10. They're loud, obnoxious, and something inside their apartment smells god-awful. It's bad when you can smell it in the shared stairwell with the door closed. Mm. Oof. The three of us have attempted to be cordial, but they've made it clear that through one means or another that they're not interested in contact, so we just dropped it. Mm -hmm. Recently, let's call her Brenda for storytelling. Brenda has decided to start sending her dog outside to do its business rather than to take it on a walk. She just opens the door to the shared stairwell and the dog dashes down the stairs and bolts right for a median parking space divider containing plants and shrubs. It'll pop a squat, then dash back inside when called, and Brenda shuts the door. Nobody in her house has been cleaning up the dew, leaving it to just sit there. Since the three of us are night owls and graveyard workers, in the dark of the night, you can't see these disgusting little things on the ground. We keep stepping in them and having to wash our shoes, boots, practically daily, like all the time. They called themselves night owls, but here I thought the early bird got the worm. Continue. Oh, we did attempt to talk to Brenda about the issue. The conversation went in circles. We'd ask her to stop, pick up the mess, and we'd be back to a comfortable distance. She just kept saying, "Uh uh-oh, okay, yeah, what's the problem? Over and over again. We gave up trying to reason with her. That's when my husband had an idea. Cue petty revenge. The apartment complex has multiple dog parks throughout the area. They come equipped with those dog, dog poo bags that they put into dispensers so you can clean up after your dogs. Husband lately has been gathering up Brenda's dog's leavings and putting them in these bags. He ties them off, then will oh so neatly deposit them in front of our neighbor's door. What's really amusing is we can hear the sounds of loud pop squish through our door, followed by some choice colorful language. They'll step into the trap, get their shoes messy, and we'll have to deal with it. You think about now that they'd get the hint right. Nope. Brenda is still sending her dog out, letting it use nature's latrine, then calling it back inside. We've been cleaning up the mess, documenting with pictures, and then leaving the landmines and various patterns in front of the door like some kind of modern art project. It's so satisfying to hear the pop followed by cursing. The end. That is a level of petty. Mm -hmm. I don't think a normal person could reach. That petty has gone further beyond. That's super petty. No, that petty like may need to like go talk to someone like professionally. No. No. Now, the problem is, is how old are these children? They said under 10. Under 10? Mm-hmm. You can't leave them children in there by themselves. Not three kids unsupervised. I don't think they left the kids by themselves. No, no, no. What I'm saying is she can't take time to go take the dog out and leave those three young under nine kids by themselves. That's what I'm saying. Cause she's gonna make them go outside with you. Okay, so now you want her to take the small dog and three under nine year old kids outside. So that's basically four children. I've done it. But where have you done it? Like at my parents and other places. Okay, don't you think it your parents is a little different from an apartment complex? Not necessarily because it's a smaller area. You can keep it more contained. 
you stand in that corner, you behave, or you hold the dog, you pick up the poop, now, you do move you think, in the switch. Okay, so they've talked about how dirt nasty and, and odorous that place is. Do you think these kids have enough discipline? I mean, not. Nah, it sounds like somebody's a hoarder and they just don't clean up behind themselves. Listen, I'm not making any excuses. outside of the house. I'm not making any excuses for this woman because she should clean okay. up after her dog. But I am saying that I appreciate that level of petty, but I also understand why she's sending the dog out by herself. Now, what she could do <laughs> is go after like some time. She's seeing mm-hmm. where the dog is pooping. Go clean it up yes. later. Yeah, you could do that. Like on your way to work or something, scoop yeah. it up and throw it away. But she ain't doing that. She's like, no. uh, I don't care. It's done. No. Wow. What's almost, done is done. I almost gave her an accent, which is going to be very rude. I mean, you've done worse. You know what? You're right. Because, I mean, half half our listenership thought I was in love with, with some girl who saw a baby on Saturday Road. So. Nick, half our listenership? I would say the other half of this show. So. Kirsten. Yeah. Don't be like that. I know you're doing a bit. You're doing don't, a bit. I don't know. Be like, don't be I know like it's that. a joke. I know. Don't be like what myself. I just I just want to state for the record. I, was, I, just, I want to point out this is episode three. Uh, that this, this is the third episode we've had to address this, Nick. Yeah, because it keeps coming up, Kirsten. Okay. It keeps coming up. I, I like, wonder why. I want to state for the record mm-hmm. that I have been with my wife now for 16 years. I have no interest. We are old. Yes. We have been together for now 16 years. I have no interest in Carly, Carlita, Danielle Russell. Why do you know her government name? I remember Carlita. <laughs> Why do you? I don't remember if that middle name is Danielle or not. I made okay. that up. I made that you up. You just made that up. Okay. But her name is Carlita. I have no interest yeah. in Carlita. Yeah, that, is, that is true. That is true. Okay, Nick. Let's be petty, like, one more time. Okay. And then I'm going to say that again, like, one more time. Now I wonder if her name, middle name is Danielle. I don't know what it is. Continue. I'm going to look it up. Actually, no, I don't have anything else to be petty of. Or do I? Woman accused of setting Midtown Burger King on fire. What? Uh-huh, I guess she couldn't have it her way. In Memphis, Tennessee, a woman is accused of intentionally setting a fire that did thousands of dollars worth of damage to a Midtown Burger King. Firefighters were called to the 1300 block of Popular Avenue at around 4 a.m. Wednesday morning. Um, this is back in May 30, May 31st, 2023, to put out the fire near the front of the building. Police said an officer on routine patrol noticed that bushes on the east side of the fast food restaurant were on fire. <laughs> a witness told the officer he saw a woman kicking the bushes. <laughs> the but kicking he did the not on fire tell. bushes. Yeah, there's a burning bush. Oh, no. He could not tell what she was kicking. The witness said the woman later identified as Trisha Shaw read eastbound on Popular Avenue after she saw the bush was on fire. Hold Police on, where is this? Shaw, this was in Memphis. Okay. Police said Shaw, 46, was still on the scene when they arrived and was taken into custody. They said surveillance video shows Shaw standing near the bushes and starting the fire with what appeared to be a lighter. Oh, my God. Damage to the Burger King is estimated. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Damage is estimated to be around $20,000. Good the Lord. restaurant was open Wednesday afternoon, but just for drive through service. Customers trying to walk inside were wondering what happened to the building. Why would someone want to set the only Burger King in this neighborhood on fire, said one woman. Shaw was charged with arson and is scheduled to be arraigned on Thursday. Why would someone want to set a Burger King on fire? You know, it, everything's charbroiled. <laughs> 
Whopper, whopper, <laughs> whopper, whopper. <laughs> Nick, would you like to see what this double one walker. Like? Yes. Yeah, whopper. Would you like to see? Yes. <laughs> Yo, the wig on this woman right now, it is so disheveled. I honestly don't think she was trying to set the bushes on fire. No. No. I think she was trying to light a rock on fire. Um and it just got away from her. Oh man, she trying to smoke a cigarette. Listen. A, a, a left a left middle and right hand one. She was trying to, she she wasn't trying, trying to light no Marlboro. She was trying to light a black and mild. Okay. By the way, her middle that name. That she done cracked and packed. Her middle name is Nicole. Oh, you weren't that off. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nick, I got one more thing. Yes. <laughs> Actually, I got two more things. Okay. Speaking of petty. You need to go to the doctor for that. Huh? You said you got. Continue. Oh, okay. Mm. It's a family mm. show. Mm. That's that was enough of okay. the joke. Okay, okay. I didn't get it. I'm sorry. You know I'm slow. Hey, that's you know. Sometimes the joke. I'm stupid, but not dumb. Oh my god. <laughs> we need to put that on a shirt. Keisha. Yes. Nakeisha, Keisha. When you listen to this episode, with Key, me. I mean Keisha. I hate you. <laughs> Nakeisha <laughs> Key Creations. Make sure you put that on a shirt. I'm stupid, but not dumb. Right. And put our logo on it. Thank you. Okay. Arlington tattoo shop owner accused of killing fired employee who refused to leave. Yeah, that was a lot. And Arlington business owner is behind bars after police said he shot and killed a former employee to say he refused to leave the store after being fired. Y'all ain't no job worth it. Ain't no okay? job. Listen to me. I ain't even going to finish this story. Ain't no job. Wor- Actually, I'm going to because like, <laughs> I have anxiety. <laughs> I was going to say, hey, bro, you can't just leave us hanging like that. But- Arlington police said they were called to the Vado Loco tattoo studio i almost said taco shop on Wednesday, on west division street about 2 15 p.m tuesday after getting a 9-1 call alleging the shop's owner had shot an employee when an officer arrived and found the shop's owner 42 year old javier ariendo waiting for officers and the 46 year old former employee shot dead inside according to an arrest warrant obtained wednesday by nbc5 police said arendando and the unnamed employee got into a dispute when the employee was fired. The employee demanded his final paycheck and reported. Lee became more aggressive after being told he'd be paid on Friday. The shop's owner then told the other three employees to leave through the back door and to call the police. Police! The three employees told the police they heard as many as three gunshots after leaving the shop and walking towards the front of the um, front of the business. One of the employees told police they went to the front door and saw Arandondo unloading his gun and placing it in placing it on a wood bench at the front of the business. Arandondo waited for the officers to arrive and told investigators the employee was being fired for an incident that happened weeks before. Arandondo told police that after he told the former employee he'd pay him on Friday, he became aggressive and began shaking the display case and knocking a few items on the counter. So, Nick. Yeah? If I get fired from a job, I ain't about to sit there and argue with nobody. I'd have been let go from a job before. Actually, too, now that I thought of it. I, I try think. not I try not to think about it. Right, but like my bad. I'm sorry. It's okay. Just, no, it's just, fine. It's fine. It's good. I'm it's, telling it's you. It's okay. Good. We good. We yeah, good. we're good. I ain't getting shot over leaving a job now. I don't know. I think it depends on the job. So let's say let's say my job was to be like, you know. Carly Russell's personal assistant or something. Bruh, drop it. 
no, sir. We are done. Finito. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I had to squeeze that juice one more time. Wait a minute. Blame it on the juice. Lizzo done messed it up for everybody. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm. Last thing, because I'm hungry. I'm ready to eat. Okay. Same. But in last. Sonic employee arrested after losing bag of cocaine in customer's hot dog, police say. He That's said, a glizzy that keeps on giving. You said he lost cocaine in the hot dog. Yes. So The he, woman identified as Celine Gonzalez told police she discovered the baggie after taking a bite of her hot dog. So she got glizzy high. This is this t- took place back in June. Nick, I probably have told this story on the show before about um, the friend of mine that I know for a fact was selling um, weed at the McDonald's. Um, ma- yes, weed at the McDonald's. And I'm pretty sure, like, this is how they did it. They would just drop it in the bag. Oh, ba 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 I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. Hey, you yeah. know, weed, weed and McDonald's, match made in heaven. Allegedly. Know, right? Allegedly. 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 Yes. yes. A New Mexico Sonic employee has been arrested after allegedly losing his bag of cocaine while preparing a hot dog, police say. Authorities say 54-year-old Jeffrey David Salazar was arrested Tuesday in Española after a woman found a bag of white pipe powder inside her order. Y'all, you gotta keep an eye on your coat. The woman, identified as Celine Gonzalez, told police she discovered the baggie after taking a bite of her hot dog. Officer said Gonzalez then spit out the bag, but didn't say whether she ingested any other drugs. I'm pretty sure she would have found that out not too much hold later. Hold on, man. Hold on. Hold on. house was spotless. Hold on. This man said you got to keep an eye on your coat. <laughs> Go ahead. Have a Coke and a smile. Oh. I'm just saying. I think that's pretty scary. We come here to get our food for our families. And if a child found it, they could have been pretty bad or deadly. One <laughs> woman told KOB TV after ordering food from the same Sonic. I want everything on the menu. I'm trying to find all the coke. I, yeah, yeah. Is it is it like is it like the boardwalk monopoly piece? Because you always get that park place, but you never get that never. boardwalk. Mm. That I don't mm. even know if the boardwalk pieces. Z, why me hit that boardwalk? Anyway, <laughs> I know it's buried wall. <laughs> But but it's like, okay, so I got to order a lot of stuff from here and so I can get the crack, so I can get the cocaine, excuse me, because I want the cocaine. Mm-hmm. I, 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 is it pure? Was it pure? Do we know if it was pure or not? I just want to know. know. Well, and what was, where was, where was this, the Sonic? I just need to know. I just need to know. I, I, I need to know. No, I need don't. to know. Nick, it was in I, New Mexico. New Mexico? It sounded like, because yeah. you said Salazar and all these um, Gonzalez and, you know, yes. uh, a, 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 alien Gonzalez. Whatever yeah, happened to them? Huh? I don't know. Yeah. We can Google it after the show. Um. In a court filing, officers claimed that surveillance video from the restaurant shows Salazar frantically searching for something he lost after making Gonzalez's order. I love it. Salazar then admitted to investigators the drugs belonged to him and that um, and told them he bought them from someone in the Sonic parking lot. I hope so. <laughs> Y'all, Sonic is a trap house. Hey, bro, like, uh, happy, happy hour, boy. Ooh. Yeah. I got the jitters and, thinking about it. Yeah, the place where this happened in Espanola, it's, like, located 90 miles north of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Mm. And, y'all, that's been the Petty Revenge episode of True Comedy. I love it. Let me tell you something. I don't know yes. what was petty about cocaine in the, um, at the sign. I don't what, know. What, what was petty about that? Well, who, who calls the police? Who calls the police on that, bro? Like. A I mean, kid. I probably would have. Really? Um, See, that's your just pro- because of employment no, listen purposes. Listen I can't be caught on camera. Listen to uh, me. I, I appreciate you saying that because you, you don't want to be on the record 
saying that you wouldn't have reported the cocaine. And I respect that about you. But I'm Thank here to you. tell you right now that I also would have reported it. <laughs> I know you would have. <laughs> oh. <laughs> After knocking on the door, say, who cooked this? Who cooked this? There's yeah. some good. I mean, yeah. this is illegal. Yes. I still want to know, though. So, like, was Salazar, like, setting up the drug deal while he's on his shift? Man, I bet you he didn't make it through that shift. I bet you that was his little bump to get him through the shift, and then he lost it. Because I bet you he was trying to take it out, put a little on that spatula, just just keep on going. Then he lost it. He was down real bad. Down, down bad. Down bad. But, y'all, if you don't want to be down bad, Nick, how can people get in touch with you? What? Okay, so I listen, don't know. I just need something to say. Listen way, to me. I cannot provide you any cocaine, but what I can right. provide you is quality entertainment on my socials yes. at the NJF. I got to get more back on Facebook. The only time I talk post on Facebook is to talk about my loving wife. Which you should. And nobody. As you else. should. And y'all always connect with the show by searching hashtag true comedy or true comedy pod everywhere, honestly, to be honest. Hey, but what can they reach you? They can reach me nowhere. Uh, you can reach me at Cursor Cutham on Facebook. Kham speaks on that X app, Twitter, that I don't really think that's the name of it anymore. And Kham cooks on Instagram. And as always, still connect with us on the show by searching the hashtag True Comedy everywhere. We, we need your love. We're desperate. Show your love. Yeah. But y'all, as always, for many episodes, this has been True Comedy. Later. Later.